let's go to Sydney where we talk with Jimmy Dolan, of course, who's a regular contributor for us. He is the sports director of the Australian Radio Network. And Jim, the obvious question becomes how swiftly will Rugby Australia move here and what are their options? I thought it was be yeah, you can ask me guys to save you a seat when we all get there because I think we're on that <laughs> list, aren't we? <laughs> Yes, well, Rugby Australia have not exactly been known for moving swiftly with dealing with this issue. The first time it, it happened when Izzy started going off with some of his social media rants and he's just signed a new contract in February, which nobody's really sure of the details, but everyone is assuming that Rugby Australia would have had something there as, hey, please don't... Uh, keep these ideas to yourself, be respectful to every member of the community because of the number of sponsors who threatened to walk away last time and those that they managed to talk into staying, I can't imagine that they'll be hanging around after this latest effort yesterday. And very interesting too that Ray Lancastle was unable to get hold of Israel last night. So I think he might be aware that something's happened. And this is the craziest thing out of all of this was just before this happened yesterday, Anthony Mundine, another bloke who's known for his sane and balanced views. He came out and said, uh, don't vaccine your kids. I've watched the documentary. So he uh, got the sporting world up in arms and then Izzy's gone, hold my beer. And (laughs) now he's, uh, yes. And you knew something was on when I had a look at social media yesterday and there were just so many comments about this. And and it's interesting that uh, many are saying that uh, rugby can't keep him this time. They've got to take a strong stand because he's clearly uh, not interested in their discipline at all and not uh, sticking to their wishes and, and others are saying maybe he's been approached by an NRL club who do you think is going to pick him up next week <laughs> well just uh, one of the NRL teams that doesn't have anyone that fit those uh, criteria there hey Jim you know like we've seen so far uh, around the world player power happen where a big star in the league of anything let's let's go somewhere like a LeBron James goes no nah, I want half my team traded and this is what I want or guys saying that they want something and they're using their star power and their pulling power to go I am more powerful than you as a board. Where do you think that Israel Folau stands against Rugby Australia? Who's, who's got the power in this situation? Well, I think that he probably has a little bit of power in the, given that our team's terrible. And he's one of the blokes that they've probably penciled, well, written and in pen that he'll be playing at the Rugby World Cup. And he's a key player to have later this year. But, gee, how much can you put up with someone who's going to completely go against what his employers are, would like him to do and their demands? Like everyone, you're entitled to their, your opinion and things. But he just continues to attack certain sections of the community, which I'm not even sure she's whenever you talk to him, he never really expresses these views and he seems genuinely nice to everybody. He's been to gay rugby matches and, and didn't have a problem with people. He also is very selective of what he chooses to pick from the Bible because Leviticus has, has some pretty strong uh, things about tattoos and uh, people who sport tattoos and scar their body are also going to hell but he conveniently overlooks that one. So I think Rugby Australia they have to come down and they have to do it this morning. They can't hang around any longer. So what, he'll be gone and then we wait to hear from Michael Checker who maybe loses a key piece of his World Cup puzzle. I don't think they'll stack him. I don't think Rugby Australia is brave enough to do that and I don't think they've got the money that they would probably have to change hands if they would do that. But they need to fine him heavily and I don't know whether they can stand him down or or something from that. I, I certainly don't think they'll be brave enough to sack him. If he's in breach of his contract though, would would they have to pay him out X number of dollars? 
that's where it's always weird. You see so many people who are in breach of their contracts, their managers end up getting them some sort of payout. So I'd imagine that there would be something like that involved. All right, Jimmy. So if they make a comment this morning, we'll have to act swiftly, but you're not expecting them to sack him. What, what do you expect to hear from the chairman and or Raylene Castle? I expect that they're going to let the uh, their integrity unit take its time to work through this. They'll try and let some of the heat go out of it, which I don't think the heat is going to go out of it. Uh, the smart thing to do would be go on the front foot this morning, get him to front the music and either fine him heavy or stand him down for a while. I certainly don't think they'll be brave enough to sack him. Uh, Jim Dolan from uh, the ARN out of Sydney. That's the Australian mm. Radio Network. He is uh, the sports director there, thanks to Jimmy, uh, with onenet.co.nz, New Zealand's leader for cloud computing.